Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci. This is with Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Friday, January 15, 2021. The data updated last night say that in Italy we have vaccinated 972,000 people, 1.61% of the population. The ranking of the regions by percentage of vaccinations made compared to the doses delivered say that in the first three places from the top are Campania, Veneto and Umbria and the last three places from the bottom are Basilicata, Calabria and Molise. At the moment Italy is in sixth place in the world for the number of people vaccinated, first in the EU both in absolute and with respect to the percentage of population vaccinated. Unfortunately, however, yesterday we passed the 80,000 deaths for Covid, which is another threshold we never wanted to reach. Well, yesterday the Italian government, or what's left of it, approved a new decree in which it creates a fourth zone, white in color, in addition to the three existing ones that vary according to the restrictions assigned to Italian regions based on the size and of the danger of the contagion. The white zone would be the one with even fewer restrictions than the yellow one, but the expected values are such that months would probably pass before an Italian region could be in white zone. From Sunday 9, uh, from next Sunday, new regions will probably be in the orange zone, while three risk the red. The ones that risk the red are Lombardy, Sicily and Emilia-Romagna, while those that will probably move to the orange zone and join there, Calabria and Veneto, will be Lazio, Friuli, Venezia, Giulia, Liguria, Apulia, Umbria, Marche, Piedmont, the autonomous provinces of Trento and Bolzano. Instead, Tuscany, Campania, Basilicata, Sardinia, Molise, Abruzzo and Valle d'Aosta could remain in the yellow zone. The good news is that in the regions in the yellow zone will reopen the museums, of course, with all the precautions of distancing and tickets sold in limited numbers. Besides, there is the idea of making available spaces already sanitized and large as libraries, cinemas, museums, theaters, to promote, in agreement with local authorities, a massive vaccination campaign against COVID, creation, creating new territorial health centers in these culture places. According to a research just published in the province of Bergamo in Lombardy, which is the one most affected by COVID in Italy, the second wave of infections has hit young people the most. Specifically, the age group from 10 to 14 years is the one that has found the highest incidence rate ever, 15 cases out of every 1,000 inhabitants since September. In the category that attends elementary and middle schools, the virus has therefore run more and has done so even compared to high school students between 15 and 19 years, who are at 12.5 cases every every 1,000 people for months forced to stay at home for the closure of schools. The data collected tell of a second wave that has also reduced by one-third the average age of those infected compared to the first. 62 years in the first wave, 43 years in the second. The reverse trend is confirmed by the fact that the absolute lowest incident rate is found in subjects between 65 and 69 years, with 8.5 cases per 1,000 individuals. 
The Toto Group is a leading Italian company in the renewable energy sector and in particular in offshore wind, wind energy production. The blades continue to spin in the middle of the sea, but the base that supports the long towers becomes a floating platform anchored to the bottom of the sea, away from the coast. This is true for all the seas in the world, but even more so for the Mediterranean and all the seas surrounding Italy, where the winds are not constant, if not very offshore. If Italy wants to achieve the goals that the government has given itself in the National Plan for Energy and Climate to 2030, the contribution of wind energy should be at least 50 gigawatts additional, about five times the current installed share. Difficult to achieve with newly built plants on land where the best sites have already been occupied, even assuming their repowering, replacement with larger blades, higher towers and more efficient rotors. This is why floating wind power could also be a reality in Italy and the project includes the largest floating plant in the world, the result of the experience made by the Toto Group in the United States where it has won two bids to produce wind power off the coast of Maryland. For the first Italian floating power plant, the chosen location is the Channel of Sicily over 60 kilometers from the coast between Tunisia and the area between Mazzara del Vallo and Trapani. Here will be anchored 190 turbines for a total installed of uh, 2900 megawatts, the equivalent of enough energy for 3.4 million families and an annual turnover of 1 billion euros. The process began in recent days and aims to obtain the environmental impact assessment by 2023 and then be operational within a couple of years. <coughs> in order to avoid oppositions and appeals, Local administrations, coast guards and environmental associations have been involved. Observations and suggestions have been collected from each of them. The position has been identified because it does not obstruct maritime traffic or tourism, does not disturb the migratory routes of birds and are provided on each platform detectors of the position of citations for the collection of data that will serve their study. We hope that the Italian bureaucracy will not block this magnificent project, which explains well how innovative Italy could become if the Italian talent and genius were to be released. <coughs> now, not talking about innovation or talent or genius, many of you are asking me to explain what is happening to the Italian government and why there is very serious political crisis uh, in the middle of a pandemic. I apologize if I don't want to get into political events, but I do that for three reasons. The first is that I don't think they are very, I think that they are very boring for the majority of you. The second is that it is really very complicated to explain Italian politics in a few minutes. And some of you would end up believing I'm just inventing the incredible things that actually happen here for real. The third is that I find it hard to talk about these things without my ideas and my judgments emerging about the protagonists of Italian politics. But we Italians should not be coupled with uh, any political position because it has none and does not want to have any. That said, to try very briefly to tell you something, the situation is that one of the four parties that formed the majority that supported the government in parliament has left the coalition and withdrawn its two ministers from the government. There were some hypotheses available to the head of government and he has chosen to go to the parliament next week to look for new deputies and senators who were not previously among those who supported him to ask them to change their minds and then support him. And everyone can imagine that if they do, they will not do it for free. He would probably find enough of them even though he promised he never would. 
In reality, of course, the negotiations uh, are taking place in these very days, secretly. And believe me, when I tell you that it is not a pretty sight, it looks more like a sheep and cattle market than the way anyone would like the country to face the most serious pandemic crisis of the last 100 years and a period in which very, very delicate decisions about a lot of money are being taken that will have an enormous and fundamental influence on the lives of every Italian for decades, decades to come. It does not help indeed, on the contrary, that to describe the parliamentarians willing to renege, for many it would not be the first time. The votes asked when they were elected, the term responsible is used. Or even worse, the term builders, constructori, used by the president of the Reparie Mattarella in his end of year 2020 speech, but in a positive way and with an intention absolutely, absolutely different from this one. Then everyone can make their own legitimate judgment based on their own ideas. It's all for now, it's all for today. I'll see you on Monday. My name is Umberto Mucci. Please take care and stay healthy. This was with Italian News. Ciao from Rome.